folks, welcome to Gino's Talk and Rock, and we talk all things hard rock and heavy metal. I got a great show for you today. Um, these are guys, uh, people have asked me about these guys before, and I, one of the things I'm a, I'm a big, um, I, I, I like, I don't want to say a, a lot of glam metal, but I like a lot of glam metal, but I like it to be heavier and nastier, and I like it to have more of a punch. I like the lyrics to have more of, a, of, a, of an edge to it. And I'm and I'm, I don't know if I would call you guys glam, but you guys were definitely in kind of fit into that notch a little bit. Um, this is Spread Eagle, guys, and this is Robert DeLuca. How you doing, man? Good, Gene. Thanks for having me. Yes. Yeah, we uh, we came out during a time where '80s metal was starting to be called glam metal, and we didn't totally fit into that category. But we were just, you know, people called us different things. You know, we had long hair, so right. Um, so, you know, we, whatever you want to call us is fine. <laughs> well, I call you guys, I, 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 my wife, uh, when I, I told her, I got you guys coming on the show. She's like, uh, she, cause she grew up in a lot of music, but I, I grew up out West. My wife is from the, from the South. And, um, she's like, I don't think I've ever listened to them. And she listened to you guys. She goes, Oh, they're really good. I like them. I said, Oh yeah, they were they they were definitely unique. You guys were definitely always unique, uh, especially for the time. Um, and we still are. I think we still are. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I think that's one of the things that's um, I, I I always liked about bands like you guys or Rock's Gang or these other bands. There there was there was a little bit of attention to I guess to the image, but the music was always stood up front. The, the music was more important than anything, and you yeah. guys were pushing the music before anything else. And I always sense that with you guys. I always, that's one of the reasons why I always liked you guys. Um, you're, and the lyrics are always great, but the music was heavier. It was a little raunchier and dirtier. And, and that, I, I, that's, the kind of, that's the kind of hard rock and heavy metal I've always liked more than anything else. I do listen to pretty much everything. Um, but yeah, you guys were definitely, yeah. I, I'm going to ask you though. So early on touring, what was touring like for, for you guys, for Spread Eagle? I mean, did you guys get saddled up with glam bands or like with legit metal bands? Um, well, we, we went out originally before our album was released with Vane. And um, they were just a baby step ahead of us um, as far as coming out a little earlier than us and having a video out before us. So, um, you know, they're, they're considered a glam band, but they got an edge to them, obviously. And, uh, and then after that, unfortunately we weren't touring with any, in any packages with other bands. We were just headlining, you know, clubs and theaters. So it was basically local bands supporting, um, mm-hmm. you know, so that was our situation. We, we felt like we, that was one of the problems back then where we didn't get put on, you know, any major tour, you know, that, and that would have helped a lot for the band. Right. The label was confused of what to do. And that's a whole, you know, that's a whole nother story. So. Yeah. I think that, well, you know, we, we've talked about this stuff and, and, you know, my wife and I, we're going to go, we're going to go to the studio, uh, the stadium show uh, in Jacksonville um, on July 2nd. And, um, I'm going to go see, you know, Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poison, Joan Jett. And the opening, opening, opening act is uh classless act. Um, young kids. It's really funny because these young kids from today are mimicking you guys. 
uh, they're mimicking your style of music because they love it so much. And a very, I don't know if you've seen them at all, but they... I, I saw one song. Yeah. They, 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 um, the mannerisms are very, it's like really funny. It's like, you guys are like killing me. Like you're really like, they, they, they it's like they studied eighties uh, heavy metal and they're like, Oh no, this, this is who we, what we, we want to do. Um, but I think that that's one of those things where, you know, you talk about, you know, um, it's, it's difficult to say. I, 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 I get into this with people who are more novice listeners. And when you say glam metal, the first thing that pops in their head is poison um, and things like that. And I doubt that 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 is definitely that fits that niche. That's absolutely I'm not I'm not going to take that away. And there's no bash here. Um, I do like poison as well. Um, but I, I do. I, I, I've, and I've said this and the fans of the show know I like heavier music. And so when it has something like what you guys brought, which is like. The, the talent that's in the band, which is the, the, another thing I want to talk to you about too. I think mean, you guys are like incredibly talented musicians um, and you bring that with you. And it has a lot of reminiscence of um, probably like Skid Row or, or, or who are all very talented musicians. Um, and you have, you know, the, the whole, that whole thing going, I'm not trying to compare you guys at all. You guys all have your own thing. And that's, what's unique about, about I think about spread eagles that you guys have your there's a sound there but it's yours it belongs to you and nobody else mimics it so if you want to hear something that's like spread eagle well you got to listen to spread eagle <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, I, I agree with you we you know the, in in a genre that is limited you know you have a heavy guitar you know bashing drums you know screaming vocals even within that template i thought we were really adding and still are adding something to rock music that that isn't there in our you know in our exact form and i was always proud of that like you know we were we were definitely unique like you're saying and and i was always proud of that and still am well and i think that you know you know playing in bands and stuff at that time there was always this idea i know I know, I know in, in some of the bands that we had played with, there was this idea that, you know, when you talk to them, it was like, well, we're kind of thinking about adopting this template or going with the faster pussycat thing or doing this or whatever. It's like, what do you mean? There's nobody that sounds like faster pussycat. Faster pussycat's faster pussycat. Nobody sounds like King Dow. That, that's it. That, that's who it is. So why would you try and mimic that? Because then it's going to come across clearly like you are trying to mimic it. Just do your own thing. And then that will always just be what your sound is. And I think that the popular music, clearly it, it has its place. It does, clearly. I mean, the poison's huge. Um, and they're still big. But I, I think that for a lot of fans who are like more, uh, you know, interested in the music side of things, like that, that I'm, uh, you know, somebody who's a musician, when I listen to you guys, I love the fact that you guys are so good at what you guys do. Nobody in your band is mailing it in. You're all bringing it. You're like, Definitely. oh no, we're here to we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make your ears bleed. We're gonna make it. You're you're gonna feel it. This is Definitely. it. That's Definitely. what I, that's what I love. And that's the other thing too is like, I, I, there was an interview with Scott Ian, and he was talking about doing a show, and it the show had Striper. It was like a collage of bands, and Striper was one of the bands that was playing. And he was like, 
what a Christian metal band? What the hell is this? And then they played and he was like, Oh my God, they're so good. Uh-huh. I mean, the musicianship is like, these guys are like top tier musicians. Like they they mean it. They're playing. They're actually really bringing it. And that's how I feel like with, with you guys. And that's something I, I, I really, really do appreciate. Um, it almost, it's almost like when you hear a band that, that doesn't really care, they're mailing it in. It's almost insulting. Like, yeah. you think that I'm so stupid? I'm, <laughs> you're, you're playing music so simple and basic that, like, I'm not going to go, I don't want to listen yeah. to this. <laughs> well, well, that band expects your time, you know, to listen, to, to pay for concert tickets, to buy merch, to buy albums, you know, in certain situations. That's, that's asking a lot. So if you're just, you know, phoning it in, it's not very, you know, that's not a recipe for success. And it's not very respectful. No, it's not. And, and, I, and that's something as a fan, I really do appreciate. Um, so going back, I mean, and going through all this it, over the years, um, how has it been for you guys? Uh, I mean, I know initially, especially after the whole Seattle thing happened and, and Eddie Vedder's comments about turning uh, the, the very first publicly used term of hair metal happened. Um, and he just recently did it again. You actually bashed Motley Crue in an article in Rolling Stone. Like, why are you doing this? <laughs> it's like, it, these, none of these groups mean anything to you. They don't, they're not affecting you in any way. Why are you tearing these people down? It's like, I don't get this. But this whole thing that happened and it, all these really talented bands like you guys and so many others, I, I told my wife, it's like, it's really sad because these guys, so many of these bands are so talented so many great musicians and they were subjugated to like a little tiny spectrum on the scale of like, um, Oh, how they looked like, so you're pissed at me cause I'm good looking. I, I, what a, I, why is go, what's going on? And I know that you guys, a lot of you guys uh, came out of this better than others. Um, and we are here today in 2022. People are like, Oh my God, that's how many years ago this went on for a long time. A yeah. lot of years. And then, but you know, the Rocklahoma has happened and that turned into a huge thing now. And even Metallica plays Rocklahoma. Everybody does these things. How have you guys done? I mean, have you guys, are you guys doing, coming out of all of that and where you're at today? How has that been? Um, well, first off, I wanted to ask you a question. You said, you mentioned the first, uh, mention of hair metal. What did you mean by that? Because I'm just curious because I don't know what that is. Uh, I, so um, the date I cannot remember, but I do remember watching it. I, I actually watched the interview. Eddie Vedder is still, he's, uh, the interview happened, it was backstage at MTV Music Awards. And Eddie Vedder, who has been an outspoken, he, he hates uh, Los L.A., glam heavy metal stuff he hate I mean, with the, I even just recently he just said he just it's the most disgusting music ever um and it was backstage at mtv music awards and he that was his first time it was the term hair metal was publicly used in an interview oh they so said, i didn't know that that, he, the, that he came up with that term and come to find out that a lot of the bands in seattle at the time um i i, I don't think i'm speaking out of turn here I, I believe it was like seven year bitch of the all-female band Yep. Um, which are really good. They're a very good band. Um, they actually were one of the first bands that came out and spoke out against them and said, look, 
Vetter has been like this for as long as we can remember. He's hated 80s bands, can't stand them. And he goes on these rants backstage with other bands. And some of the other bands are like, dude, you got to just stop. Just knock it off. We don't want to hear about it anymore. Some of these bands like Queens Reich and all these guys, they're, they're from here. You know, Motley Crue, Nikki Six is from Seattle. So stop doing this. And he was just like, oh, you're going crazy. And some, and some bands are like, dude, you're on your own on this because we're not involved. But he's gone on and he, it just, it's, I, I would be interested to find out where that started with him. Why he has this hatred for your for you know your your style of music, you know, music that we all love. He just he and just he put, just honestly hates it that much, and he has a, he has a right to. I was absolutely. Just curious, I was yeah. just curious of, of what you were referencing with that. Um, yeah, yeah to, I love all music. Uh, I love good music, so therefore, there's a lot of good grunge music that I love. Absolutely, and. Uh, and there's some bad grunge music that I don't like. And <laughs> and there's some good 80s metal that I love and a lot of bad that I don't like. So it's it, to me, you know, it's just about quality. But to answer your question, yeah, the, the, at the time, it really hurt us. Uh, the fact that any band that wasn't a grunge band was horrible and was an, it was embarrassing. It's just I've never seen anything like it before or since and it, it, it really hurt us at the time absolutely because um even though we were not you know hairspraying our hair like poison we still got lumped into that because we had very long hair mm-hmm. and uh and to be honest we did not survive it uh at all until we got back together in 2006 which was like 14 years later mm-hmm. So it was devastating. Yeah. And I don't mind the fact that grunge became the new mainstream and did well, because it was pretty rocking, in my was. opinion. But um, just that that strange attitude that you can't be any good because you're not grunge. I was like, this is really weird, you know? Yeah, I... I, I... I mentioned this on some of my shows when we do these things. It's like it's it's kind of funny because Allison Chains was a glam metal band, and so was Pantera. And so know? was Pantera, and and yet it was like you're you're literally just like dodging the needle in the haystack. I mean, it just this is like incredible. Yeah, you know, you know I, I I'm glad to see you know bands like Allison Chains, which I, I'm a huge fan of. I love Allison Chains, um, and I'm I'm a little I actually. <laughs> In one of my earliest podcasts I did like two years ago, I had said uh, I'm kind of a bigger fan of Duvall than I was Staley. I'm sorry. People were like, oh, my God. Hmm. I, I love Duvall. I think he's just an amazing singer and he's an incredible talent. Um, but anyway, um, no, I, I, I all these you know, you absolutely, I, you're absolutely correct. There's some there were some great Seattle grunge style bands that came out and they really helped form the music. Hey, let's be honest. They, they made the they made a lot of the music more honest. Um, yeah. A lot of the bands that, that then they came out and said, you know what, you know, fuck all this stuff that we're talking about, all this other stuff that we're doing. We're just gonna play our music. We're gonna be hard rockers. We're gonna show up. We're gonna melt your ears, and we're gonna bring it. And that's what this is all about. And when that happened, so many of these bands were like, hey, yeah, and you know, it came out. I'm, I've listened to your your newer stuff. I love it. 
Thank you. Um, it's every it's every bit as good as anything that you guys had done before. I agree. And, Thank you. And, and I I I love my wife is not as, as into the heavier stuff as I am. I like the heavy stuff. So um, I you know I like I said I grew up playing thrash metal. So um, it, for me I, I like the heavy stuff and I, like the Skid Row and all that kind of stuff. I'm really into. But I, I think that it did help that that whole '80s thing did help. But I think going forward, moving forward today, where we're at, you know, COVID kind of created a a level playing field, I think. And in what way? I think that everybody everybody was forced into the reset button automatically. Nobody had an option. You all have to go reset, even from Metallica, Motley Crue, everybody reset, and nobody could do shows. And now you're looking at, and I said this before, I said, when, when everything opens up, I will tell you what I think. I think that we're going to be looking at probably global, but certainly U.S. festivals are going to blow up everywhere. Because that's the best way to get as many bands onto a, onto a bill as, at, at one time. And sure enough, there are festivals everywhere, going on everywhere. Everybody's doing festivals. And I think, and I'm not saying, oh yeah, you're right. I'm saying that this is, this is the chance for bands like you guys who are so good, so talented, have got such a great catalog of music to put out there, to get out there and say, I can play. We, you know, we're playing in front of 20, 30,000 people in these festivals. We can, you know, we're doing all these shows. And whereas probably before then, Bands like Metallica and stuff were the ones that were, you know, selling out the arenas and all those things. Well, guess what? That's not the case anymore because everybody wants to hear music. People like they're going crazy to listen to live music. Right. And okay. I, I would absolutely love if you guys came to Savannah, Georgia and played in our new stadium here or our new arena. Oh, um, that would be cool. Um, and and I'll, I'll be honest, I'll just saying this on the show and so everybody can listen. Savannah has actually made public notice. I swear to God, this is true. They actually put it in an article. We are deliberately targeting hard rock and heavy metal bands to play in our arena because they tour more than any other genre of music out there. And they bring the biggest crowds. Oh, nice. And I was like, holy, wow. They actually said it right there. We're being honest. We're putting it out there. These guys draw huge crowds and we want them here. So I think I think that that's that's like the automatic you know reset button. Guess what? We're all going to have an opportunity, and I don't think it's going to last for long. It's going to last for a couple of years, and then it's going to just start to dwindle off, and we're going to go right back to where we were at. And bands are going to have to be kind of find their spots again. Um, the big arenas, big stadiums, and then the other bands will be doing smaller festivals and things like that. But I think that this is the opportunity for so many bands to say. This is our chance. We can play, you know, spread Eagle could be playing on the same bill as Metallica. And when you get, when, you know, when, when some of these bands get done with the shows, they come back to you and say, Hey, would you like to open up for us? We'd love to have you always open. All right, that cool. Would, that would be fantastic. But also I think the, the model of uh, the business model of festivals has been growing in America because it's noticed how well it's been doing in Europe for many years and that it's such a big part of the European live music scene 
and it wasn't that in America, and you know, until you know, we're, that's America, USA is is steadily uh, expanding on that that business model. So you know, it's been something that's been growing for years that that American uh, tour promoters have seen that it's such a pop, uh, popular thing. In, in Europe, and it could also be that popular here. So it's growing in that regard too. Well, I agree absolutely. I mean, I, I was stationed. I was I was I'm a veteran, uh, but I was stationed over in, in Germany for four years, and um, uh, there there were the times I got I had the opportunity to go. I went to two rock and ring festivals. Um, that's when I saw Kiss, the original Kiss, the very first time in Kiss history in Germany that they were allowed to have the S's in their name. Display. Oh, wow. It was like, you should, 83,000 people, they lost their minds. They were like, it was incredible. It was like a huge, a monumental thing. Um, and I saw Ozzy over there. I saw uh, Van Halen with, uh, with Gary Sharon. I mean, it was like, that was yeah, a great time. But yet, the, the, you're right. Absolutely. Yeah, the festival thing over in Europe is totally, but also, also you know, Europeans approach to, to music, music, you know, more importantly, like popular music. It's, it's very different than it is over here. Um, they don't really care too much about popular music. It's like, I don't care. I like hard rock and heavy metal. That's what I want to listen to. And then that's what they do. But over here, it's like the bandwagon is much bigger. You know, oh, we, we only go see the popular stands. Oh, we only listen to the popular music. But over in Europe, it's like, well, we don't really care. It's whatever we like. You know, that's why, you know, the download festivals were the largest festivals in the world. Well, it's because people just, it's good music. We're just going to go listen yeah. to good music, period. Yeah. All different types of rock. All different yeah. types. And I think that that's, you're, I think you're right. But I think it, I'm hoping that that mentality is really picking on over here. Um, and it's pick, or picking up over here. It's, it's something that's going to be continual. Because, um, you know, for me to watch bands like you guys, that's really what I love. Um, I love showmanship. My, my, my three sons, I have two sons that are in the military. My middle son, my, uh, I'm sorry, my, uh, my middle son, he's stationed up in Alaska. And my, the, one of the first conferences I took him to was to go see Motley Crue with Alice Cooper. Oh, I saw that tour. A great tour. And he was just like in total shock how great Alice Cooper was. He's like, dad, this is incredible. He's amazing. I'm like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> he, so he preferred Alice Cooper to Motley Crue? No, he, he loves Motley Crue. Um, and in fact, this is gonna this is breaking news on Geostalker Rocket. My son wants to get a Motley Crue tattoo, uh, not like a direct tattoo, but something that references Motley Crue as well as Metallica. Um, so he grew up, he doesn't, he's not like a diehard crazy fan, but he he's like, I so appreciate the fact that they they give a fuck. They show up, they play music, they let the crowds have it, and they go home. You know, they they make you like oh I paid twenty bucks for you know I know today you know you I pay you know two hundred dollars for a ticket and you walk out with oh my gosh that was a five hundred dollar experience you know right. I, I, it's much different today than it was when we were kids um, but yeah you know I, I, I that's something he always he he always he always described you guys and and, and that whole genre was like they're kind of like cartoon figures they're bigger than life that. They're, they're absolute rock stars. And that's how he's like, that's how I want my, my rock stars to be larger than life. Just absolute rock stars. I don't want them to be the jeans and t-shirts guys. He said, right. I see jeans and t-shirts every day. 
I want to see rock stars. And I was like, that's pretty funny. That's a pretty interesting way to put it. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. So what's, what's, what's coming up uh, with you guys? Well, we just got a new booking agent, um, AFM Entertainment, Len Schmitzer, and he's booking gigs for us. We have um, July 29th, 30th, and 31st in Philly, New York City, and northern New Jersey, um, Clifton, New Jersey. And then we have some gigs we're going to announce the following weekends in August. So we're just starting to book our initial dates since our subway to the stars tour was canceled because of COVID in 2020. So these are our first dates since then. Um, and uh, we're just going to keep playing. We're just going to keep adding dates. And uh, we got a good chunk of a new album written and we're demoing that and recording that. So we're, you know, we're busy. We're, uh, we just auditioned understudy guitar players because our guitar players unable, uh, unavailable for these next dates. So we got a new guitar player we're going to name for for our immediate live shows. Um, so everything's moving forward. Everything's good. You know, we're we're, we're glad to be rocking. Well, that's awesome. I mean, so um, talk about. Uh, we only have probably like like we probably have like another five minutes. So in five minutes time. Um, I'm going to shoot you a couple. So there's a lineup change going, happening right now within uh... for, for our live shows, for our immediate live shows. Yeah, we're going to announce a, an understudy guitar player soon. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. All right. Um, so, is there plans for another album? Yeah, we have it. A, 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 most of it written, and it's absolutely great. If you like Subway to the Stars, you're going to like this one. Um, the last album, we're incredibly proud of it. And, uh, and this, this is continuing along the same lines. Um, we got some, maybe a little bit more of a bite to our, to our sound, but, uh, just continuing along the same cool, unique hard rock approach. Excellent. So upcoming shows, um, the tours, all these things, I guess they find them on your site or they. Yeah, you can, you can find, I mean, you just Google spread Eagle band. You can find all our sites. We're on Twitter. We're on YouTube. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook, of course, you know? Um, and uh, I'm also doing shows going out with UFO in a couple of weeks to do Europe. And there's some Sebastian Bach shows I'm doing this summer. And then obviously the spread Eagle shows. Um, some George Lynch shows I'm doing. So, you know, keep them busy, keep them busy. Well, that's, that's awesome, dude. That's, that's what it's all. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like, uh, like one of the biggest George Lynch fans in the world. I always have been. So I, really, I was that standout kid, um, when I was playing in bands and they were all like, you know, all the thrash metal bands called, you know, Carrie King and, you know, Kurt Hammond and everybody. And they're like, who do you like? I'm like, I like George Lynch. <laughs> I said, he's my God. I don't know. He's what a, he's <laughs> He's still absolutely incredible. He's still he's probably, he's probably better now than he was back then. Yeah, just amazing. Just absolutely just mind bending. I watch him play. I'm just like, oh my God, it's so good. Um and a really nice guy. Yeah, no, that, that, that's I would love to have him on the show. I, I I've heard nothing but wonderful things about him. Um 
Well, that's awesome. I'm, I'm glad. You know, people who are listening to the show, they they know they know the spiel. They know how who I am. They know what I'm what I'm about, and I'm all about you guys. And I always say this all the time. At the, you know, nearing the end of every every show was, if you support these guys, if you believe in these guys, if you like what the music that they're playing, and you want it, you want to hear more from from them, then do these guys the favor. Do the fans fans everywhere a favor. Buy their merc. Buy their albums, go to their shows. Nothing supports these guys more. More just being honest, we want these guys. This is, needs to be their job. This needs to be their nine to five job. We have to make it that way. And the only way that happens is by supporting these guys. You buy their merch, buy their albums, go to their shows, put money in their pockets. I don't want this guy working a nine to five job someplace else. I want him playing hard rock, heavy metal music, and I want him just blasting out and making our ears bleed. That's what I want. Uh, that's that's what every fan of the show should always pursue, and and, and that's what we need. And uh, we, let's get these guys on big tours. We want to see you guys in front of huge crowds. I think that's that's what you know. Any fan of hard rock and heavy metal, um, that's where we're at today, and that's what we're, that's what we're all about. Um, this show is dedicated to you. This is for you, and we're going to do everything we can to make sure that Spread Eagle is supported and believed in and followed um, in any way possible. So Thank it, you, Gene. It, it means everything in the world to me. Um, it, if you listen to my bio about how I hard rock heavy metal and many, 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 many ways saved my life as a teenager. Um, if it wasn't, it, I, I absolutely believe that it is absolutely true. Um, but anything else you want? Yeah. I think if you want to um, help a band, like spread eagle spread eagle size spread eagle genre i think the things to do is like you said buy their merch is always nice um join their spotify follow them on spotify um subscribe to their youtube page um and uh you know for a band like spread eagle request request them on uh hair nation that would those four things would do great things for bands in our genre yeah i agree i agree um, absolutely, yeah. Um, the, the the YouTube stuff is it's, it's universal. That's for me too, um, and that's where you know people. That's how we we survive. So, I want to thank you for coming on. This has been wonderful. Um, I want to. I'd love to have you come back on again. Um, I, I I'm a big supporter of the band. I believe in you guys. So, anything that I can do, anything that, that Gino's talking rock and can help you with, you let me know. I'm we're always here for you. Um, and uh, just you always remember that, you know, we're just I'll, I'll get with you afterwards and, uh, you know, it's just contact me and ask me for anything you need. Thank you. All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks for uh, joining us here at Gino's Talking Rockin'. We'll talk all things hard rock and heavy metal. And as I say every time and just always remember, keep those metal horns up. <laughs>